Come on. If I can be happy last week, you can be happy. Title of my message today, say it with me. I can be happy. One more time. I can be happy. We're in a series, and I'm continuing a little bit. It won't last much longer. But change my mind. Change my mind. The whole world's trying to change your mind. They think if they show you enough TV commercials, they'll make you different ever. Or they send you enough checks in the mail. Excuse me, okay? I'm glad Alex said we had the best year maybe we've ever had at this church, and we didn't receive one dime of government money. Not one dime. Okay? And we could have. We could have. We could have. All we had to do was just get it, sign for it, borrow it, and not fire anybody, and you get, to get it forgiven. I'm sure people think I'm an idiot. No, I like the way we do things. Because guess who gets all the credit? Amen. So anyway, change my mind. People trying to change your mind. Trying to buy you. Trying to do whatever. But here's what the Bible says. Let this mind, say it with me. Let this mind be in you, which was in who? One more time. Let this mind be in you, which was what? Is that clear? Is that clear? What kind of mind are we supposed to have? We're to have the mind of Christ. Say that with me. We're to have the mind of Christ. But you say, yeah, but I'm crazy. I know you're crazy. And I'm crazy. I get that. But God wants to help you change your mind and make you into a new creation. You hear me? Wants you to be different. Testimony real quick. He's helped change my mind, and I am not the person I used to be. Can I see this? Some hands. Yeah, I'm just not. It's a fact. It's the truth. Amen. Not better than somebody. I'm better than I used to be. I know that. Amen. And God's good to me. So that's the idea. Let him change your mind. And that's the message. Now, what really matters was a message that I gave a couple of weeks ago. And I'm putting it up again real quick for this reason. As I've studied the mind of Christ, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, he thought it not robbery to be equal with God. That means he didn't grasp for power when he came here. He's God, yet, yet he, the Bible says he humbled himself. Say that with me. He what? He humbled himself. So humility. He, he became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. That's the mind of Christ. And so as I've been studying, I'm seeing a pattern. I'm seeing a pattern. It's the same. He wants us to have a humble mind. He wants us to not grasp for power. He doesn't want us to seek reputation. You understand or not? He wants us to serve others. That's what Philippians teaches right there. Empty yourself and You'll have a new life in Jesus Christ. And His Word and the Holy Spirit will come along and will help you. And you can be a changed person. So change my mind. Well, then you keep looking and you go back to Proverbs because Jesus is the same today, yesterday, and forever. So you go back to Proverbs and we see there's six things, even seven, an abomination that God hates. Well, is it different than over here in Philippians? Is it a different mind? Well, that's the Old Testament. He was there. He won't different. It's the same. And he's pounding it. 
Look at this. He wants my attitude, my words, my touch, my thoughts, my walk, my actions, and my heart. He wants it to be a certain way. That is the mind of Christ. So he says there's six things, even seven I hate. Pride, lying, violent hands, wicked thoughts, being a troublemaker, being a phony, and sowing discord among brethren. This is not the mind of Christ. Do you see that, yes or no? Say that. See it? See it? This is the mind of Christ. This is how you can bring back your family, your your job place, your home, your country, your town, your ball team coach. Amen. This is what we teach. Say it with me. Humility. Help me. Honesty. Gentle hands. Good thoughts. Peacemakers. Not troublemakers. Being real. And finally, unity. And you know what I've learned? That's exactly what was over in Philippians chapter 2. Did I lose you so far or not? You might say, Clark, why are you doing this? Well, it's important. So today, we're going to look at a very familiar passage of Scripture to many of you. Some not. That's okay. Be familiar when we get done. It's the same. It's the same. He hasn't made this complicated for us. I can have the mind of Christ. Say that with me. I can have the mind of Christ. Can you have the mind of Christ if you're proud and arrogant? Can we say it loud? No! Can you have the mind of Christ if you're a liar? Let's say it together. No! Can you have the mind of Christ if you're violent? No! You got that plain English, yes or no? Alright? Can you have the mind of Christ? If you don't want to serve, but you want everybody else to serve you. Yes or no? Wow! This isn't that complicated. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yes or no? Come on! So now let's look at a very familiar passage of Scripture. But let's look at it. With this in mind, change my mind. Change my mind. How can I have my mind changed, Lord? I'm not happy. This happened. I'll just use my own life. Lord, you know I grew up poor dirt. Poor as dirt. Had nothing. Grew up with parents that didn't love each other. I saw them hit each other, curse each other. I guess I could be bitter about that the rest of my life. Lord, my mother was a drunk. Guess I could be bitter. My mother was shot and killed. I go off, I get saved, I go to college, meet a girl, I want to have a great life. I get married and repeatedly she hurt me. I later left after 28 years. Whew! I got a lot of stuff to be unhappy about. You hear me or not? Is it God's will for me to be unhappy? I don't think that's God's will. If Gary is unhappy every time you come here on Sunday morning, we would not have a crowd coming to this church. I'll tell you that right now. You hear me or not? Yeah, praise the Lord. I I don't want to be that guy. I'm not going to be that. I'll quit first. 
Amen. Not going to do that. I don't. Now I know I get loud and all that. People think I'm angry. I ain't angry. It's just where I am. I just talk weird. And I'm strong. I like being strong. Say that with me. I like being strong. One more time. I, I like being strong. What's wrong with being strong? What's wrong with believing something? Yes or no? I can't believe anything. I'll offend somebody. Will you offend me by not believing anything? I mean, who's going to win here? Yes or no? I like being strong. It's okay. But I don't want to be unhappy. And I'm not going to be unhappy. Y'all hear me or not? It's not God's will. That's not His mind. Poor Jesus. He's unhappy. Unhappy people don't draw crowds. Do y'all know that or not? Can you imagine them coming to Jesus and there's the crowd, thousands. We came to see the unhappy man. Yeah, he's going to preach and talk to us. He's going to be really unhappy today. Did you know even the cross, he said, he despised the shame, but for the joy that was set before him, he endured it. He even found happiness in the cross. That's crazy. You mean, Gary, I can find happiness in the cross in my life? Absolutely, absolutely. With the mind of Christ. Well, tell me about it. It must be rocket science. It ain't. It's the same as in Philippians. <laughs> it's the same as over in Proverbs chapter 6. Now let's go to these familiar verses. The Beatitudes. You know how I call them? This be my attitude. Say that with me. This be my, this be my attitude. If this be your attitude, you're going to be happy. Let's look at him. Let's look at him. This is Jesus speaking. He's here on the earth. I've been there many times to this place where he gave this big talk on the Beatitudes. Maybe 5,000 people out there sitting down, listening to him. And I've been there. It's by the Sea of Galilee. And you can actually, without a microphone, you can hear really good. It's just like it's an auditorium thing or something with the way the hill is and the ocean. And it's great. And they're just there listening to Jesus. So let's look at it. Here we go. There are several words that Jesus used to convey the meaning of happiness. Okay? Words like, say them with me, blessed, glad, rejoice, and happy. See, they all mean the same thing. We don't know that. Blessed, glad, happy, rejoice. They all come from the same meaning. And the one that Jesus used most often to describe happiness, the one he used most often to describe happiness, say it with me, is the word. Got it? Yes or no? Blessed. I'm blessed. People say, Christians say that. How are you doing? I'm blessed. You ain't even happy. You're lying. How you doing? I'm blessed and happy. And it was a hornet. What is up with that? It's because we don't know what the word means. If you're unhappy, quit using the word. You can be blessed. But if you're unhappy and you're ill and you want to talk about other people, you sow discord, you whine about your job at the church because you want to make us feel sorry for you. Excuse me, you're not happy. The cat's out of the bag. The fat man has sung. I won't pick on the lady. Here we go. 
You can be happy. I'm blessed to have this job, this ministry. I'm blessed to have my job at work, but you're not happy there. You can be. Can I be happy at a job I don't like, yes or no? Sure. There's a way to do it with the mind of Christ. How many ever had spots in your marriage that weren't that happy? Let me see some hands. Anybody willing to say that I had a couple of little bit of spots? Nobody raising a hand. I get that. I understand. I understand. Because you want to stay happy. Here we go. wonder how many people don't come to our church because I have you ask, answer questions. They're like, are you going back there right now? No. No. You know what I've been doing lately? I love comedy. I like, I like some of the funniest family feud answers. I love that. You put people on the spot and the buzzer, you know, they got to, they got to, and the things that will come out of their mouth is hilarious. Amen. It's crazy. And so I think I do that here sometime. I better watch it. How can I be truly happy according to Jesus Christ? Here we go, Raj. Big, long intro, huh? I know. You know what? He didn't sound happy. Not a happy man back there. Here we go. <laughs> Let's go, Bubba. Number one. Number one. Say that with me. Number, you want to be happy? Number one. Be now, most people say, Pastor, I don't even know what that means. Be poor in spirit. It don't sound like happy if it's got the word poor in it. What's the scripture? Jesus. What did he say? Blessed. What's the meaning of blessed? Happy are, say it with me, the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. What does that mean? Well, wait a minute. He humbled himself, became a being in death, even death of the cross. And I go to Proverbs 6 things, Lord, he hates pride. Boom, 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 boom. I got a feeling it must mean something that I've already studied the mind of Christ. So, what does it mean? So, I can be happy. What does this word poor in spirit mean? It actually means to humble yourself. You hear me or not? To be poor in spirit is to be a humble person. It's to have an attitude of humility. And when you have that humble spirit, that humble attitude, you are going to be happy. Did you hear me or not? It's the opposite of pride. You're not poor in spirit when you full of yourself. You hear me? Arrogant. Look at me. That ain't poor in spirit. That's, 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 all, that's, that's like a lot of spirit. You. But humble at his feet. Blessed are the poor in spirit. James says, humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he'll do what? See? See? Situations come in your life, you don't like them, you don't like them, but instead of violent hands, instead of lying, instead of because something happens in the family, you start running your mouth and destroy the whole family, you humble yourself. And you say, Lord, vengeance is yours if need be. Whatever the situation is, I'm going to humble myself and I'm going to trust you to lift me up. Did we understand point number one? This is how you have the mind of Christ. Is it different than what he's... That's not different. This is the mind of Christ. It's funny how the church wants to have something different every weekend. Something new. Church today is full of hype. Hype. H-Y-P-E. 
Got a local church where they'll tell you at the end of their service, you can have the power to raise the dead. You're an idiot. Quote me. Did you hear what I said? And you might be here as one like that to think you got power to raise the dead. Well, why don't you go down to Inglewood Cemetery and just do it? Yeah, but they gotta have the faith. What do you mean they dead, fool? Guys, 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 the mind of Christ is humility. The mind of Christ is not hype. Hey, I don't understand all the Bible. But when common sense makes sense to me, I seek no other sense. And I know one thing. If you've got the power to raise the dead, you're going to be on ABC News tonight. And it's funny how your cell phone don't work when you did it. Guys, quit playing games. See, that's arrogant, in my opinion. I'm ugly, I'm ugly. So what? I'm ugly. Big deal. We need to humble ourselves. Everything don't always have to work out for me. I can lose. Say that with me. I can. Do I like losing? No, I don't like losing. Boy, it's a great opportunity for me to experience humility, isn't it? Guys. Everything's not always great, is it? Yes or no? I have some bad news for you. One day you're going to die. You're going to get sick. What you going to do then? You're going to travel all around the country and find you one last faith healer? Or how about you? I'm all for doctors. I'm all for prayer. Don't get me wrong, guys. But why not live for the Lord and be that light that He's called you to be? And humble yourself. Have I lost you already? On point one, half of you left me. (laughs) Guys, I can raise my voice as loud as any of them. But I don't have power to tap you on the head and make you fall backwards and flop like a chicken. You understand or not? Are y'all mad at me? I'm sorry the mind of Christ isn't what they tell you on TV. This is the word of the living God. Did y'all hear me or not? Guys, if we're going to experience true happiness in our life, we must walk humbly before the Lord. That's it. Walk humbly before the Lord. God deserves all the credit in my life. If I'm sick, He deserves credit. If I'm well, He deserves credit. If I'm poor, He deserves credit. If I'm wealthy, He deserves credit. If I can go to the bathroom, he deserves credit. If I can't, if I have to, can't even do that anymore, he deserves credit. Because God's God and I ain't, he gets all glory in my life. That's when I'm thinking right. Y'all hear me or not? God will jail the spirit. Say that with me. God will all the time. That's not the mind of Christ. Trust me, when God rejects you, you ain't going to be happy. You hear me? Let's just be careful. How about we live for the Lord and do the right thing and, 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 and leave the hype in the garbage can? Did you hear me or not? I can be happy. Poor in spirit, humble. Look at this one. Look at this. Say that with me. Number two, here's how you're going to be happy. Wow, look at this one. Mourn over your... What? That sounds so sad. Blessed. 
blessed, happy. We like to find it in our checkbook. We like to find it in flopping or running or shouting. I like to run and shout. I'm sorry. The Holy Spirit is called the what? The comforter. Yeah. You want to be happy? Have some crap happen in your life. And instead of thinking you can make it, on your own, you humble yourself. Do point one. And cry like a baby. And have God come and meet you right there where you are on the floor. How many have ever been there? Let me see some hands. <laughs> wow, I hate it, don't you? But I love it, don't you? Isn't it crazy? That's where I changed. I didn't change up here. We got the church done. Look, we did it. See? No, I changed when I was hurt so bad. I wanted to take my own life. And in my pain and hurt, the Lord comes alongside of me and whispers, You matter to me. She might not love you, but I do. I'm too personal, aren't I? It's the truth. Did he whisper it out loud? No, it was his word in me, but it finally got through my thick head. Amen. I can be happy. How? How? James says, be afflicted, mourn, weep, let your laughter be turned to mourning, and your joy to what? Heaviness. What does that mean? What does that mean? You can be happy by being what? What does that mean? That's cuckoo talk, ain't it? I hated every bit of it. But it turned out to be the best thing and put you on a path that today, if it were not for that, you would not be on the path you are right now. Can I see some hands? That is it. Can we thank Him for that? That's at least half. It's not crazy. Because God can take all things and work them together for my good. That's what the song said. That's how God's, that's how the mind of Christ works. It'd be, it'd, God just doesn't work. I'll just say it. You got it. They don't work that way. I'll pop you. Wham! There you go. How you feel? I feel like you hit me. It's just not how God works. He works this way. Through humility and then through being sorrowful. How many, when you were hurt in your life, you, they did wrong to you, but through it all, you saw your own wrong. Can I see some hands about that one? I saw my own sin, my own wrong. You know what I mean? That's why this can then be so good for you. You can finally get deal with things that need to be dealt with, and you can find some real happiness in your life. That's a quote of mine. I'm going to be famous. Sad ain't bad when you're sad over your sin. It's not a bad thing, is it? I was wrong. It's horrible. i got to stop this. You know, my son said something the other day, and it really wasn't wrong. I didn't think it was wrong. But after my message on sowing discord, I didn't give the message on sowing discord. It was just one of the points. You know what he did after church? He came to me, and even though what he said was true, he said, I realize I shouldn't have said, Dad, to you what I said about somebody. And you know what I told him? I said, you're right, because you're my son. 
And because you said it, it affected the way I thought about them. Because you are my son. And I, I would appreciate it. And he, but I didn't even have to say that. He said, I'm wrong. I'm not going to do that anymore. And it wasn't a big deal, but it was to him. It was, I love that, don't you? I love it when he can be sad about something and, and get it right. Amen or oh me? That's happiness. Get that crap out of you. Get it out of you. Amen. That's good stuff. Sad ain't bad when you sad over your sin. I'm going to be late. Always. Sin separates me from God. Sin causes my fellowship with God to be breached. How can this be good? How can this be good if, I'm, if I have sin in my life and I don't mourn over it? It's not going to be good. You're going to have problems. You're going to probably go back to number one if you ain't already there, full of yourself, thinking you don't have to repent, thinking you're good. You ain't good. You got some problems, man. God's not going to answer my prayers if there's unconfessed sin in my heart. That's what the Bible teaches. He doesn't throw you out with the trash. But it certainly grieves him. And when we have sin in our life, it's good for us to mourn and deal with it. Y'all hear me or not? We good so far? You learning how to be happy? You're like, I don't know. That's okay. That's okay. Number three. Well, if I regard iniquity in my heart, that's that scripture. The Lord won't what? He won't hear me. Separation, broken fellowship, unanswered prayers... That's what happens when there's sin in our life. And that's why it's worth crying over. Amen? Because unfortunately, if you don't, you're going to be back on Proverbs chapter 6. And you're going to be a phony. Did you hear me? This is just not that complicated. Maybe it's complicated to you because I'm not doing a good job giving the message. But I hope it's you're seeing something here. Huh. I can be happy. Well, two humdingers right there. You mean poor in spirit and mourn over my sin. Yep. Let's look at another one real quick. Be meek. What's that? Where'd that come from? Jesus. Let's say that. I ain't missed a verse yet. Let's say it. Blessed or happy are the... They'll inherit the what? They'll inherit the earth. So I can be happy if I'm meek. Meek sounds like what? And if you, don't, if you really don't know Scripture and don't have, haven't really plugged in, I'm telling you, that's what you think meek is. Somebody's meek and mild. What did Jesus say? Did Jesus say this? Take my yoke upon you. Learn of me. He said that he was meek and lowly. Is that what he said? Did he say his burden was easy and light? Did he say that? So he's meek and lowly. So was Jesus weak. But that's why artists paint him feminine. They paint him pretty. They paint him, you know, so gentle. I see a totally different Jesus. I see strong. Absolutely. I see rugged. I see feet with calluses on them. And dirty. And he's 33, but he might look 55. Because it's been tough. You hear me? Different view, isn't it? But he was meek. Can you see somebody that's strong 
And yet he speaks with such amazing words. That's the beauty of meekness. Amen. Meek sounds like weak, but there's nothing farther from the truth. We'll quit with this one, Raj. This, this one point here today. Like a bit that's put in the mouth of an enormous horse. Big horse! Little bit. You do it this way, it goes that way. You do it that That's what meekness will do in your life. When you are meek, you can be big, you can be strong, you can be powerful, you can be wealthy. But with the meekness and mind of Christ, He can turn you. You can be a great boss. You can be a great husband. Y'all hear me or not? Say. You think being a parent, you just got to holler at them. That's right. My house. How about meek? Amen? Something I still have to work on. That horse can be turned left or right. Keep pushing me, buddy. Meekness is really, say it with me. Here's the way I say it. I say it this way. I could beat the crap out of you, but I don't have to. You understand or not? That's what I think of when I think of meekness. I think of a big, strong guy like Mike Schick, who, by the way, is away this weekend. Guy just walked 2,200 miles in the Appalachian Trail, up a hill with rocks. And he did it in less than 100 days. You won't, that guy is so nice. How many know Mike? How kind is Mike? You wouldn't know. Guy's a killer. He could choke you. There's your neck gone. But he's meek. Meekness is not a temperament you're born with. This is something you have to get from the Lord. It's something you do, and you do it in the what? Honest to goodness, guys, I mean, you might not like me today, and it's okay. We'll be friends. But I wish we'd spend less time at the church trying to do the supernatural and the this and the that and do what he's told us to do. I mean, that's powerful. This is powerful. This is a powerful thing. That's a powerful thing to see a big guy, mean as a snake. God has humbled him. God has broken him. And God is using him. That's a beautiful thing. I love that. You talk about a supernatural work. That's the most supernatural work, the saving of a soul, the changing of a life. This is how you can be happy. If we're going to truly experience happiness, we must control our emotions and we've got to control our desires. It's not just hitting somebody, guys. It's our decision-making. How do you make better decisions? By being meek, by humbling yourself, mourning over your sin, and being meek and saying, this is not right for me. This is not a good decision. It doesn't line up with the Word of God. I want to do it. I can do it. I can even afford to do it, but I ain't doing it because it doesn't honor the Lord. Y'all hear me today or not? When I allow myself to be controlled by the Spirit of God and not my own flesh, I will be happy, guaranteed. I'd take Tony Robbins' books and mass and put them in the garbage can. God's made a fortune. These people that want to teach you how to be happy. You have the greatest teacher, your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You let His mind be in you, and you, you, it will be unbelievable. 
And he's not asking anything out of you. He's not trying to get everything you got. He gave his life for you so that you could have everlasting life. Let's read that one more time prior to that slide, Raj. One more time. That right? Can we say this out loud? When I allow myself to be controlled by the Spirit of God and not my own flesh, I will be happy. What's the word? We'll have to pick this up next week. There's some more of them if you want to finish it with me. There's about seven or so, maybe eight, I think. Eight. That's okay. You're fine. Quit being angry. Grief. Control yourself. Amen. Let's thank the Lord for His Word. Amen. Come on. God's funny. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Come on.